Hi. Uh, it's interesting how quickly feelings can change in the brain. Three, four, five days, you feel something three days ago. And three days later, you're in a completely different world. It's a completely different world every time, every single time. I think that's mad. I'm going to use this episode to talk about a few things that happened the last week, uh, two weeks maybe, and what happened this weekend and where I'm at right now. I want to start by saying... I love you, mom. I love you, dad. I love everyone. I try to. And the more I see it, the more I see it, the less I have to try, which is very important. I realized the thoughts that I repeat to myself are often different, but lately they've been really wise thoughts, questions, um, things that, that are good for me internally. So... I'm currently reading a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy. And I read half of it already in like a few days. And the book mainly, it's not its not a book at all about how to get a girl or how to say this or that or anything like that at all, zero. The book is about how to be someone okay with themselves. It talks about how, as children, we experience abandonment in different ways and we develop mechanisms to not be abandoned. And those mechanisms can be one thing or another, but usually they develop into a guy becoming a Mr. like too nice, Mr. Nice Guy, that is good because they expect that people will be good to them in return. It's like a covert contract, is what the book says. It's a covert contract. And um, you're basically being good just so that you can cover up with your credit all the times that you're bad, as if you're never supposed to be bad, you're supposed to be perfect. And because you're good, then other people should also be good to you and for you. And the book just talks about how this is a paradigm, uh, a, a point of, of seeing things in, in many men that's simply incorrect. And when you have this kind of mentality where you're trying to be perfect or you're trying to cover up your mistakes or you're trying to have people or you're trying to buy people's love with your actions or by being good and as if you're be being good is, is what makes you worthy, as if it's like what, what being what as if being good is what makes you uh, worth being loved, worth being cared for, worth being given attention. And then you go into circles where you try to be good and you don't give space to your own needs and then there's no space for anyone to take care of your needs and everyone feels uh, either too too much under pressure to, f to fulfill things that aren't spoken but are still there because you're trying so much or this, 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 that. It's a lot. And I'm re I was reading it and I was like, fuck, 90%, 95% of what this book is saying really applies to how I'm seeing and, and reflecting on my life and doing things, you know. Some things not so much, because I am the kind of person who ends up saying, you know, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> or I talk to so many people, I don't, I end up doing things without thinking too much about people's opinions of me. But there is that, oh, 
uh, I should be perfect around girls so that they, I don't allow for my proper emotions. I don't uh, accept in myself that someone else might be okay with satisfying my needs or handling my emotions or that a woman doesn't want to be treated perfectly or always be in a great place. She's a person that has feelings too, and goes up, up and down too. And it's the dance with those ups and downs and being okay with them. You're not giving solutions to girls and trying to solve their problems. You're trying to listen, be there, it's fine, but you're not, you're not uh, Mr. Fix Everything, you know? Uh, one of the questions this book uh, gave, like a series of questions that you can ask yourself is like, do I think I'm worth being loved? Do I think that someone else uh, would be happy to take care of my needs? Uh, asks us in, in what ways do we try to create co uh, covert contracts to between us and people? And all these things is just like, uh, yeah, I do try to be good to cover up on the bad. I do try to all of this, these things. So that was for me very real, you know, and, and down to earth. And it's like the, the book I needed to read for a very long time. Slavian recommended it to me. So for that, there's gratitude. And yeah, so I'm walking, I'm walking in my day thinking, uh, thinking things like that, you know, like, uh, what am I trying to find in people is a question I'm asking myself a lot. What am I trying to find in people? Like if I see a cute girl and I look at her, what, what is it that I'm trying to find in this person or that other person or that other person? Because it seems like a part of me is on the look. There's not a, there's almost not a face that passes by I don't at least look at and it's it's not not everyone is like this you know there's not a face that goes around me where i don't think it's important just to see how this person is is moving their head vibrating looking left and right how their nose is shaped jaw is shaped their their entire body with their head how they're moving how they're vibrating all of it um constantly watching So there's a part of me that's been wiser in that sense, where I am, I'm sitting down, I'm journaling in a way that I wasn't journaling in a long time, like really dissecting moments that happened to me that have been recurring very often. You know, when I notice I've been thinking about something recurrently, like it's coming up very often for a few weeks, uh, maybe longer, you know, it's worthwhile to sit with it and break it down, you know, and see how... Uh, the idea this this gave me is how, um, at least in my head, you know, there's static images that come up of my past, of moments, an image of how I was in that moment and the feelings around it. And it feels like a static thing and this is the box and that's this image is the cover of the box. And uh, in reality, the moment wasn't a static moment. The moment was... Uh, collection of a billion different things coming together and it's dynamic and it's flowing but in my head you carry it even in, within a dynamic living life you carry these things like they're still and static and unmoving and it's important to like a knot in your muscle you massage it you know you get the knot out you put a bit of pressure there you sit with it you pay attention to it and you let it uh, extend itself and stop being a still moment but you remember it again as a dynamic everything uh, it's it's weird because I try to listen to my sensitivity inside my heart. You know, it's like got really stronger after Vipassana. And uh, no matter what my state my brain is in, like my brain can be uh, very sexual, for example. Uh, 
but my body on the other hand uh, wouldn't feel like it's appropriate to be physical with this person at all like my body just doesn't want to kiss this person or come close to to this person but what happens psychologically is that i go home i'm i'm alone in bed or i'm 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 here instead of remembering that i have i live in abundance that i'm i'm happy with myself that the things around me are okay uh there comes this point is like oh but if i did this or that or that with that person then then they could be here right now with me and i wouldn't be alone i would be close to them but like when i was there with them the dynamic energy all of that it wasn't going to work out like how much am i going to trust my sensitivity and my body and my mind in the circumstances um compared to how much i'm always putting blame on on all of that you know do i trust my sensitivity do i not trust my sensitivity uh sometimes you have to hold your impulses back other times your impulses and your actions and intuition align and it's nice you know and life is a lot of all of that and it's complicated often you know and and that's completely fine um so the question that i was asking what am i trying to find in this person i think that's for me a very very valuable question i'm writing down uh, in an evernote note so many different questions right i wonder if i open up i'm recording i'm recording on my phone so if i open up um i don't know if it's going to stop the recording i don't want to test it now uh but i i wrote at least 100 questions if not more uh and the, the idea of it is that a question opens up room for an answer it doesn't require an answer it just makes space um instead of thinking that you always need an answer which is like a certain point a static thing a question is uh, allows for dynamic movement a question allows for things to unfold and happen and, and be good so asking yourself certain questions is so critical and crucial to developing your entire psyche i think and answers will always change but questions questions can more or less stay the same you know they're pointing and opening doorways but the answers can come and go and that's life that's more accurate to life instead of instead of just giving people answers uh which i'm i'm grateful to do in a flow of thought you know going from point to point and in a sequential linear way that makes sense uh questions is keep keep things open so i i went back to affirmations i got i have legal pads that i bought really cheap 100 pages each and and I just got my pen silver pen sat down one night and it was a nice night um i think it was that night i went home and i was like i'm tired of trying to be or do anything I think it was a Friday night or something or Thursday it was even Thursday. I was I was just exhausted of thinking I have to accomplish anything that I have to finish this or that or that. All I keep telling myself I have to finish. It's gotten easier now for sure. But um yeah the psyche developed I feel that and uh I sat down and I went from think to think like I opened up a video game to play but i did, i played it for a few minutes and then when i felt like it was proper for me to to write something i sat down and wrote it and when i felt like it was proper to to do this other thing i got up and did it like i interrupted tasks properly but i was there when i was doing them and i went to the next thing properly so 
it was so flowy and dynamic. Anyways, I I sat down. I'm not sure if it was that same night, but I sat down and I I think it was. I wrote um, on a page of the legal pads. And legal pads are those A4 long papers that are yellow and, and they all come in. Um, it's weird to explain. And I wrote more than one thing, uh, but I filled the page with what am I trying to find in people? 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 I filled the left half of the page. Then I started with the right half of the page. What am I trying to find in people? What am I trying to find in people? What am I trying to find in people? I finished it. I flipped a page or pulled out another paper. And I started writing again. What weight... What is the weight that I carry into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in every interaction? What is it that I carry in every interaction? What is it that I carry into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in every interaction? I filled the left side of the page. And I don't think there was space to write on the right side. I think it just filled the, the line. And I had another affirmation that I did. But while writing it, it's meditative in a way. You're following the same actions over and over again. And you're staying with them. But what it does is that images of certain points in my day, my week, my month that happened that this question relates to were popping up and in a way resolving themselves now that they came up, you know, and applied this question to. Vipassana helped a lot with this, you know, like the letting something come up and see it dissolve because you're being in the moment again. And this, these questions were opening a similar thing for me as well, you know. So there's a lot of power in using verbal language to try and... Um, and get your brain to process differently, right? Uh, and after doing 10 days of meditation, like I came a period where I wasn't journaling as much or taking recording myself here as seriously as before. And that's not the, the most right thing, for right way for things to be. What do I carry in myself into every interaction? What is the weight that I carry in myself in every interaction? Um, I had variations on the question, but I feel like it's so powerful, this one, you know. Every person you meet is a new entity, a new thing that can happen. What is it you're carrying into the things that you want? The third affirmation I wrote was, I think it wasn't a question. I think I was saying, I, I, I am not... I'm not trying to reach a certain point. I'm not trying to reach a certain point. I'm not trying to reach a certain point. There's so much in my head that goes on about how I want to be in this place or that place or that place in my life, uh, in this stage where I have these things and I can do and deal, I can deal with certain things in this way. 
and it's all in my head. Who knows what kind of energy I'll have in, in five years that I'll be putting into who knows what, you know? I don't know that, but like I'm sitting here in my, my actual now thinking, oh, when I have this much money, I'll be able to do this. This is not real. This is not, this is not real. Uh, when I have this house, when I have this thing published, when I, when I, this, 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 you know, maybe visualization is important. Maybe these things can happen. There's a possibility for them, whatnot. And I can't stop not thinking about them. You know, it's like, uh, they'll happen. Uh, I can't stop thinking about them. Um, and yeah, so, What's the point I'm trying to reach when I'm talking to someone as well in a conversation? Uh, am I trying to develop our understanding? Am I trying to get them to understand what I see? Because I've been seeing for sure that I'm, I'm so, I try to be so aware of how I see things that I end up feeling like, of course, obviously, this is how everyone else should be seeing it too. Of course, obviously, this is how everyone should be processing it, too. Of course, properly, this is how... Uh, if they thought about it a bit, they would have to be able to see it as well. But, like, that's not true, you know? Like, maybe I seem to have a very visual memory where when I remember something traumatic, for example, it's an image that pops up in my head, uh, acted out like a mini-dream that happens, and it f floods me with emotions. And this is the image that I need to untie, but I'm immediately aware of that this is where there's something here where this is what happened and this is what made me feel these things. I imagine other people might not, you know, have this this way of seeing their emotions. It could be that the emotion came from nowhere and and I don't know. Uh I don't know what could trigger to other people. Like, I know that emotions can come and go in me as well, as much as everyone, but yeah. I've been uh, healing in this way, uh, reading a lot, reading, reading so much. Last weekend I spent it playing video games, actually, and uh, today I played a bit too, and I'm, I don't regret it. But uh, I've been reading so much, and, and it's mad how much you can learn from just someone being clear with their thoughts about a certain topic and how much access that gives you to words when you're speaking as well because you're all you're seeing are words and they're not giving an impression into your brain and leaving it like a game or or a movie it's uh, it's more uh understanding right it's more meaningful, it's more words, it's more analytical, critical, uh, all these good active things that you're doing rather than uh, passive. Um, so I've been reading a lot and so much value in it, so many different thoughts that come. I, I ordered 19, in total 19, just happened on Amazon. I found these series of books by Penguin Classics. I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, but I ordered 19 of very short 100 page essays uh, 150 of, of all these dead writers uh, I had a girl ask me today what kind of books I'd like to read and after I asked her if she's into literature and she and I told her yeah, I'd like to read uh, books from dead people and um, 
she meant like all oh, autobiographies i'm like no 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 like a writer who wrote something and died uh i think because every book i ordered um from these it's someone who's dead Manuel kant 1700s freud 1940 to i think 60 i don't know um george orwell also during world war ii um simeon blake was her name after one bird she wrote the power of words someone worth uh, knowing their name really if anyone's worth knowing their name it's uh her uh ah uh, simone Weil. And yeah, um, sitting down, reading, reading in German too, and, and the reading in German gives so much access to words, which is mad, and uh, I love it. My brain is working better, I feel calmer, I feel more capable of, of reacting to things. Uh, lately, to talk about like my actual life, I the past week had a problem with my eating, I fasted 24 hours at some point and came back to eating and it, it all felt like it was too much. Like my energy levels were fluctuating like mad this week. But also work was intense and I was working from home most of the time. And uh, work got really intense. We had problems we had to fix with people and there was so much happening and going on. But I had a conversation with one of my bosses, uh, Stephanie. And... Uh, on on Wednesday and had a conversation with uh, with my boss. Really like the atmosphere. Really like my my job. Uh, but just really stressful. I keep telling myself like the running dialogue in my head. Aside from keeping up with working out and eating well, like Monday I didn't uh, work out cold snacks. Like I'm doing every Monday and Friday. Uh, but I took one day off after doing it for a month, which I think was a great decision. I figured out Urban Sports renews your credits at the beginning of a month and not on your billing cycle, which is weird. Um, I sent my family money again uh, yesterday or the day before. And um, <sighs> my stomach was weird this week, but it's fine. It's, it feels better now. Um, but the running dialogue in my head is how I want to write blog posts on Medium and how I want to put all my radical, crazy ideas about things and, and perspective into posts and just write them and put them. One day after work, I sat down and I spent two hours after work writing an article. I never got back to proofreading it and, and publishing it. I wrote another article Saturday morning. I didn't. I never got back to proofreading it and, and publishing it. I sat down one day and I put uh, in my calendar, like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in the evening, each one of those days, I'll write and publish an article, or at least write it, and then the next few days, pub like, proofread it and publish it. Um, I came up with all these amazing topics that really speak to me and that I care about and think I could write about really well. Um, and I thought about them. I even went to sleep and during sleep, what my brain was thinking about wasn't what am I going to tell this girl and how, you know, what am I going to text her or the arrangement of words proper to 
define or change a relationship. Like I had a phase where that was mostly what's happening in my head, madness, um, but it's fine. And uh, what, what I woke up thinking about was more more ideas for posts, which was, I loved it. I wanted to write them down immediately. And, uh, but I never got, I'm never getting to, like I end up finishing work and I'm like, fuck, yeah, like if I end up just reading a bit, it's good. If I end up doing the workout and reading, or if I end up writing in this direction or that direction. So I don't feel like I can force myself to be like, no matter what, once a week, publish something. It's not, it's not feeling right, that. But what's feeling right is that I do publish something, that I make medium something, that I have 15, 20, 25, 30 posts on this website that people can see through me and then get to know who I am. And then start publishing after I have a base of written content, start with uh, video content and do th- video content that I like. And then once I do that, then I'm at a point where I can take some time off of work that's a bit longer and then I can finish publishing the things that I want to publish, you know. Then I have exposure, I have material online, I have content, and then I can create products that go alongside of the content, you know. So it feels very, the intention is there and it's right. Uh, I just don't think like it's the right cycle. I don't feel like it's the right phase for me to do it. There's too much happening with work for me to have the space that I need to do this properly. I, a part of my brain wants to know what the fuck I'm posting and how and why. And I can't, I can't chuck out stuff, uh, at least written content, like I can do with a podcast or like how other people are sending me blog posts per mail. I can't do it like they can do it. No, like I, I don't know. This is where I'm at right now, and I, the next two weeks are going to be tough. I'm going to be covering for two of my colleagues that are gone on vacation that I need to take care of their projects. There's going to be a lot going on. I have to go to the office early and work all day and not talk to anyone and just work, work, work. Like really, I have I have so much to do. Uh, what I think I should for sure focus on is is writing a lot. What I think needs to get done and how so that my my brain doesn't lose its shit. How I'm noting things while working also changed. How, like, while I'm working, I, I just note things down and then go through them again throughout the day without a uh, crazy amount of uh, uh, thinking about it too much. Just go through what you wrote and see what, what it triggers in you, but, like, at least have the uh, review time rather quick, you know? Uh, like, don't... Like, if you wait a week until you read it versus if you read it the same day, of course you're going to remember what what it meant or who told it to you differently. Um, yeah. So that's one thing. Um, on the weekend, I had a friend of mine who I work out with, Julie. I met her here at Poststadion working out and, and we we're doing calisthenics every Friday together. Um, this workout was really tough. Like when I went to this Friday class, I was more tired than I was ever in any other class. Like really, uh, yeah. And we went to Sisyphus after we went back to her, my place and then her place. And she had, uh, uh, non-permanent tattoos that we can put on our bodies and we just filled our bodies with them, me and her. It was really fun. 
uh, was really calm just to have a friend, you know, and, and just do some something with her. And she's very, very, she has so many good values in her as a person, which I just respect. Um, she told me a lot about her life and everything, no need to share here. Um, Dennis was on vacation, <laughs> I just mentioned that because I really like Dennis, Berliner, calisthenics coach that's teaching us. So another guy called Nick was training us. Um, we went to Sisyphus, it was alright, stayed there till like 3.30 or 4, went back home, slept, woke up, relaxed a bit, played a bit, and then uh, I had a friend of mine who invited me to her farm, south of Berlin, about two hours. Uh, she did a farm-to-table kind of event, pop-up event, dinner, with about 15, 20 people we were, and uh, paid 80 euros to eat and stay there the night. And um was really lovely. Her and her partner, such kind people, their chickens, their roosters, the their farm, all the all the things they're planting everywhere, how how it's like, like uh I forgot what the term was, but it was uh I have to look it up, but it's like the kind of I remember the word the letter P like perfect but uh it was a bit chaotic where everything was there was no naked uh, naked soil everything was covered with, with something with grass and uh it's so weird who's tapping the fuck everything was covered everything was a bit everywhere like they're letting things grow on their own and, and germinate on in the in the soil on their on its own and, and all and like that um so yeah i don't know who's hitting the wall i'm not gonna stop talking that doesn't make sense What's left of my life? So I went there, we slept, it was really nice, really good crowd. They had, there was a baby, there were two babies actually, really lovely. And then on Sunday when I came back, we had breakfast together, uh, talked to everyone. So so many good lines I, I heard from them, so many perspectives that woke up in me when, when I was there uh, about how people feel differently, about how people see things differently, will treat me differently how I'm like in those situations, you forget those things, because, like, when's the last time I just had a genuine good dinner with people I didn't know and just had a nice time, you know? Um, so I went back to Berlin, and when I got back home, almost, like, as soon as I got close to home, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Sisyphus again, the club. And I was like, why the fuck not? You know, I have the marking, I have the, the stamp. Wore really simple things. I still have the stickers on me. I went, I went the fuck, I went the fuck out. Uh, and I just went straight, straight there. Met, met, met a girl, talked to her on the way inside, went inside. Uh, I had a book in my bag. The guy looked into the, into the bag. He's like, oh, you have a book? I'm like, yeah, for the way back. He's like, okay, come in. I had to pay five euros, entered. And it was a completely different world than Friday night. Like Friday night, it was dark everyone's wearing black it was difficult to talk to people actually in a weird way uh everyone had a smugness to them because it was night and it was friday 
Um, but like Sunday was morning, the sun was out, I was in a great mood, just talking to everyone. Went alone, ran into some people I met at some other event another time and, and uh, was dancing like crazy, saying hi to this person, to that person, to that person, to this person. Uh, madness. And the music was crazy good. Um, partied for three, four hours, went back home, came back home, played some more. I had an urge. Khalid, you can sit down and write and you can finish a post. But then I was like, Khalid, fuck that, play, finish these games, satisfy yourself. And then uh, when the time is right for you to to write these things, you write them, you know, just like not now. And who knows what voice is right? It's hard to tell. Uh, but I, feel, I don't regret my decision, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of what's happened. Uh, I wanted to go on a trip this week to, uh, like with a, with hit with Beat Eighty One, the high intensity interval training uh, company and workout group. They did like this uh, three day retreat to, to to a house south of Berlin resort, where they do workouts together, seminars. Um, and there's a sauna and a pool, and you you sleep there in a house with 13 other people. And I wanted to do that, and I got them to reduce the price for me from like 790 to 610 euros, but all I had in my account was like 1,000 euros, and I had to send my family like at least, I had 800 euros when I sent them 350. So like now I have 500 euros in my bank account for the month, and uh, this is the only amount that I was comfortable with, uh, with having, without worrying, you know, about whether I'm not going to survive the month, you know. Uh, and there's no hesitation in sending the family money. When my mom needs money, it doesn't matter if I think, oh, I need to save or not save. Of course, I have these thoughts in the background, like, I want to save as much as possible so that I can leave my job as fast as possible, so that I can have enough time to work on my novel as fast as possible. Like, these are things I want and need. And... Uh, I don't know when when that's gonna happen. I just don't. I don't have the cash to stop working, so I have to keep working. And there's nothing, nothing else I can do. Um, my dad's health just gets worse. Another thing pops up that needs a lot of money, and he's our dad. And this is the burden we carry, and we do not question some burdens. Some burdens we have to simply carry and appreciate that we get to see our strength and love because of them. Nothing else. The baby today was amazing. I loved carrying him, playing with his cheeks, his family, his mom and dad were great. Uh, I hope I'm not sick and would make him sick because I was at Sisyphus at a club on Friday night. Then I went to see them all on Saturday morning. But I feel really healthy and good. Um, and it doesn't affect babies the same way, supposedly. One last thing I want to say before I end this. I wanted to scratch recording how my life is going, how my mental state is going, all of that, and only record things that I've written in the past. On my laptop, I have so much written. And I want to do that, I might do that, but I don't think I can stop not sharing what's happening with me on a weekly basis, such as I am. I would feel like I lose too much and this journaling is really important for me. 
I'll end this now. Take care, everyone. Stay healthy and uh, love you, Khalid, at least. Be good. And you're worth being whatever.